How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Well, welcome back to Time On here on SCN on this uh, Tuesday night, of course, uh, post the AFL Community Series. So you've all had a chance to have one look, official look, at your team heading into round one. I'm going to get Rodney Eady in just to cast his eye and put his coaching lens on as to what he saw across uh, the period between Thursday and uh, last night, of course, with uh, Brisbane running over the top of one of his old teams, the Gold Coast. Rodney, great to have you back on SCN. Brent, how are you, mate? All right? Going uh, pretty well. Um, a lot to uh, sort of pull apart on field, rules, uh, length of quarters, yep. but just the, the purity of the footy. Uh, if you put your coach's lens on, your former player lens on, uh, across the games, uh, right across that period between Thursday and Monday, what were your major takeaways? Yeah, I think the, I think the coaches were in the mode of letting the players play a bit, so with a new rule to see what they could achieve out of it. There's not enough sample yet. Um, I'm supposed to see how that's going to have an effect. The other thing, as you said, only it's been a practice match now, a community series, not a lot of games to uh, check the players' form and they've rested some players in parts of the game, so I had to get a, a rule over most of the teams. But I, I thought the footy was obviously a bit more high scoring, a bit more entertaining um, from a spectator's point of view. Um, so whether that closes up now as teams see how the rule operates, that's where I reckon it will go in the next few weeks. Teams will be working on over the next fortnight how they can stop those goals that they allowed because um, it's difficult with the man on the mark. But I, I reckon it will become a little bit more defensive going forward. But at the moment, it looked, it looked pretty good, actually. And I agree. And I, I think all of us who, uh, who, who love our footy want that sort of balanced and it's been interesting to listen to just the the feedback of the fans across uh, the last few days who ring in with uh, plenty of passion on this radio station. They want their team to certainly kick goals and entertain, but they don't, also don't want to cough up those easy goals. So somewhere in between is what we all want. And, and now, I suppose, with the new rules coming in, a chance to, for the teams and the coaches to iron out plenty of things. And you're right, I think everyone in unison today has been of that same view that we need a longer period to make a true assessment of... Uh, just the way the game's going to be played and the way it looks. Yes, it will. And I, I think it's okay in practice matches, and I just warn the um, the public and supporters that coaches by nature are very defensive, or their first port of call is defence. Yep. So I think they'll be trying to work out what's the best way forward, as in the balance between attack and defence, and how they stop the opposition going forward. There's a lot more marks now, obviously, because there's more time and space to be able to hit a, a free target, so uh, that short pass, um, which which can work both ways. So a team like Geelong, which generally has been a uh, a slow build-up from the back half, so don't take risks, don't turn the ball over, mm. um, and be measured and controlled with it, can still do that. Teams can still do that, actually, because there's less risk even now, because the man on the mark can't move, so you can hit a short 45 and slowly uh, move the ball consistently up up the ground. So whether teams do that and don't have to go fast. So um, it'll be interesting to see which way teams go and how they work it. And I just, if there's too many goals scored, I've got a fear. It's not. It's just a an unintended consequence to teams then put more numbers behind the ball. So you uh, so you don't allow that uh, go the other way. I, I think coaches by nature are more 
rather save a goal than kick a goal. So be interesting to see where it goes. No doubt. The rotations, I mean, I heard David Butterfin on SEN earlier today when he was at Collingwood. I think at one stage he said they got up to 150, 160 rotations. We know it's been pulled back to 75. Stuart Jew on breakfast here this morning said that uh, rotations isn't a major worry for the Gold Coast. They manage those. They're not a high uh, rotating side, maybe as some other sides. Do you think that number's right at about 75? And obviously we've seen probably in the second halves of quite a few of the preseason games across uh, the weekend, that fatigue starting to set in, which I think the AFL wouldn't be totally uh, unhappy about. Um, what, what, what do you make of that rotation number? Is it the ideal number? Uh, yeah, I tell you to judge what the ideal number is. It's, it depends what you want to gain out of the thing. Like you hear a lot of people say, well, let it be a game of attrition. Let fatigue really sit in. That'll stop the player density, which I don't agree with. I don't think it'll stop the player density because what coaches will do, they'll just put numbers behind the ball. Yep. That's where they'll rest. They won't rest forward. So I don't think they're giving enough kudos to what coaches, how they'll react to that. So they've got to be careful that it doesn't go too low. Um, if they are getting... I think they'll get fatigued at the moment because it hasn't been the longest pre-season. So I don't think they've as fit as they have been in the past. Um and they're still playing a high-intensity high game, especially with the new rule. So fatigue is going to sit in. So that'll balance out. They'll get a bit more match fit. The, the fatigue won't be as much. There'll be a modification with the play on, um, fast play. But my fear will be, again, as I just mentioned, if there is too much fatigue, what, play, what coaches will do will slow the game down. So there'll be a chip mark, and they're able to do that more easily now, as in find a, an, an unopposed teammate, do they just chip it across and slow the game down to save the legs? That's what teams will do when fatigue sets in. They won't play quick. Yep. So that new rule coming in will actually favour defensive play. So that's what that's where the balance is going to be and that's, uh, it'll be interesting to see, as I said, where it, where it fits. Hopefully 75's the, the magic number, but if it goes much slower, I think coaches will flip that and it'll become a bit more a defensive mechanism rather than an attacking mechanism. Rodney E joining us here on uh, Time On as we uh, look back at uh, the Amy Community Series, the games across uh, the last uh, few days. Who are the teams that Rodney impressed you the most from what you saw? Um, yeah, you've got to put a, a balance in, about it, but uh, it's quite a, I thought most teams Probably North and Adelaide, with two exceptions, would have got something out of the out of their, the way they played. Might have been disappointed losing, but there was something there for every team. They, you can take some positives away from it. I think even when you lose, it's interesting, isn't it? Keep going about this goal screen. If you scored or had opportunities, or if you have 30 scoring shots or you score 14, 15 goals, you come up, you can hang your hat on something. Mm. If you lose and kick eight. You go, oh, shivers, OK, you only worry about the defensive side of the game. So I think most teams, even the Gold Coast last night, their first half was good, and um, then they came back in the end. I know Brisbane might have rested a couple of players or whatever, and I think Gold Coast rested a few after half-time. So there's there's something about for every team. I thought Richmond, again, looked good. Port, to me, seemed to be the team that's... I know they only... Sorry, Adelaide supporters, but only played Adelaide, who are obviously going to be near the bottom of the ladder. Uh, but Port, to me... Look good. I thought Essendon got something out of their game against Geelong. I thought it was a really positive performance. St Kilda look uh, look, look impressive again, and the Bulldogs to me. I know Melbourne had a funeral out, but the Bulldogs really are one team that can benefit from yep. this new rule. Yep, no doubt. I mean, 
all the teams who made the top eight last year, Bar Collingwood had to play another team in the uh, the top eight from last year, one on the weekend. So uh, the challenge for all the other ones to uh, to uh, to rise. Just on uh, the men on the mark uh, rule, how how would you coach it, uh, Rodney? And from what you've seen and how it was executed across uh, the weekend. Um. Yeah, I don't think you need to play on all the time. I think it's going to benefit. I think people get some more speed and some behind the ball, and blokes who will run to receive it will favour. I know Johannesson didn't. Justin Johannesson didn't play the week, but him and yep. Sard, um, Short played well. And if you get guys who can use the ball and can give it and go again, so give the ball, give a short kick or a handball, and get the ball back, because teams have been coached really well to bump a bar or block that runner who gives it, you know, he'll block and won't be allowed to get it back in the past. Well, the man in the mark can't do that now. So that's a real one real one uh, idea to get it going, which seems to be doing uh, the running past. And bloke being able to, with the ball, be able to run and play on quickly himself. Um, I think where it'll, where you've got to they've got to be smart and work on is how to defend it. And I think I think you've got to coach scenarios rather than just say, this is the one way we'll defend it. If it's in our forward 50 and we can get numbers, let's be like last year, we can we can be aggressive with our defence and play high and block players. Um, I reckon where it'll go is that in the past, so when I was coaching Sydney, we, we mm. flooded and then we defended the back 50. Yep. Last 10 years has been defending the front 50. I reckon it'll get to defending between the arcs now. That that forwards will get there instead of referencing the man of the mark. They'll try and get as much uh, populate the area between the arcs as much as possible. So uh, to try and slow the ball movement down. So I reckon that's where where it will end up. Just one last one for you. I mean, these practice games perhaps carried a bit more weight than normal, given it's really just one big hit out before round one, starting just over a week's time. So it seems like we. We saw pretty much from all the teams, uh, pretty much all of them, that there was a full dress rehearsal across uh, uh, that one uh, that one official hit out. Yes, it will. And, and some teams, their game time, they're giving guys 60, 70, 80% game time. Um, so now they're asking them to go on a limited, not limited, but a shorter pre-season in the past, shorter match practice time. And then an actual, sh- that particular game they played, like Richmond versus a few, because we always know, except for finals, the first game of the year is the most high-intense game of the season. So I reckon we'll see a bit of fatigue. I reckon we might see some soft tissue in the first, first round. Teams, players will go really quick and aren't 100% match fitness and aerobic fitness that they've been in the past. So I'm interested to see how it goes. I think we'll see some entertaining round one. Um, round, uh, But I think we'll see some, some fatigue in teams. And, the, and if I was coaching a side now, I wouldn't be taking anyone that's underdone. Yep. I wouldn't be taking anyone that's coming back from injury, hasn't played a game unless they're in the right position, as in position on the ground, and they're an exceptional player. But you may carry one because you're going to be running out of legs and uh, be high-intensity game, so you really want to be players who can run on top of the ground. No doubt. Rodney, always appreciate your insights. We can't wait for the season proper to start in uh, just over a week, and uh, great to have you on SCN as always. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Rodney Eade with his uh, thoughts, of course, on uh, the uh, Amy Community Series and the matches that unfolded over the last uh, few days. We'll take a break on uh, Time On. Plenty more to come as we, well, certainly go back and have a look at the day in sport. Michael Whiting to join us from afl.com.au. Cam Rayner, that's the sad news out of 
Uh, Brisbane's uh, win last night that uh, the ACL will see him out for the next 12 months. Plenty more to come on this uh, Tuesday night on Time On. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.